Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. I have titled today's discussion, Being a Good Steward, because I believe being a good steward is so very important in every aspect of your lives. Whether you are a believer in Jesus Christ or not, it would serve you well to be a good steward. The biblical definition of steward is managing everything and all resources that you have been blessed with in a manner that brings honor and glory to God. Oftentimes, when we think of being a good steward, we tend to think about it as it relates to our finances. Which is why, for today's discussion, I'm going to start with a scripture reading from a parable that Jesus gives us in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 through 30, and it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another, and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. The servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to give an account of how they had used his money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you gave me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with the one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you did not plant and gathering crops you did not cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, You wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant, and gather crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I would have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, Take the money from this servant, and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Now throw this useless servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This parable has so many lessons going on in it, but for today's discussion, I'm going to glean the lesson of stewardship out of it. So right away, we see that it has to do with money, as the master has given all three servants some money to invest, according to the abilities that each of them have. The master is trusting them to be good stewards over his money, but if we look a little deeper, there's more going on here. As we see, the first servant invested the master's money according to his ability and got a good return. Again, the second servant went to work with his talents and abilities and got a good return. But the last servant dug a hole and used none of his abilities or talents and just buried the money. Now we see the master is happy with the first two servants. As for the last one, not so much. The first two servants are rewarded and told, Well done, good and faithful servants. Which, by the way, is a verse I quote to myself often to help motivate me on those days when I'm feeling defeated. Because that's what I want to hear from Jesus when I come before him. Anyway, on to the last servant. The master lays into him, calls him wicked and lazy, 
take some money and cast them out into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. From the servant's perspective, he at least had the money, so why is the master so upset? Alright, let's break this parable down a little bit. The master is not mad just because he was a bad steward with the money. He was also a bad steward with his time, talents, and resources as well. The other two servants managed the money properly by managing their resources, time, and abilities wisely. All three of the servants knew what the master's expectation for them were, but only two of them went to work right away to show the master that they were trustworthy and willing to be good stewards over the master's affairs, and in the end, they were given more responsibility and celebrated with the master. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ or not, he is giving sound advice here, as he sums the parable up for us in verse 29, when he says, To those who use wisely what they are given, they will be given more, and will have an abundance. But for those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. We should listen to the bottom line here. We probably all understand that if you are the laziest person at work, you will most likely not have your job for long. And if you don't have your job, well, we know that starts down a slippery slope and then you can't pay bills, you don't have food on the table, and so on. So we have a good understanding of what Jesus is saying here. If we're lazy and don't go to work or have a job, then yeah, most likely more is going to be taken away from us. We're not talking about people who have fallen on hardships or anything like that. We're talking about healthy people that just don't want to get out of bed and go to work in the morning. And that's pretty much what the master is saying to the servant here when he's calling him wicked and lazy. I'm pretty sure we can all understand that, and that's right on the surface. But again, we need to go a little deeper, because that's not the only thing the master was upset with. He also wasn't a good steward of the resources that he had, and the extra resources that the master had given him in the form of money, which gives us a good lesson here. We all need to be good stewards over all of our resources, which pretty much includes everything that we have been blessed with. We have all been given some sort of talent or ability that is unique to us. We may not always know what that is right away, and it may take years to find it, but God has made us all uniquely different, and we may have to take time to find what ability or talent we specifically have. The point here is once you know what talent or ability you have, you need to use it in a way that is blessing others, not just yourself, so that you can be a good steward with that ability or talent that the Lord has given you. This goes for believers and unbelievers alike. We're not to elevate ourselves because we're more talented in one area than another. What we're to do is to share that with the people that aren't, so that together as a whole, we can use those talents and abilities to the betterment of mankind. We also need to be good stewards over what we as the human race have been given to share as well. Things like food, clean air, water, and the way we are stewarding the planet in general. The earth is God's creation, and he has given it to us to be good stewards over. God has created a symbiosis with all of his creation, from the planets to the smallest microorganism. We can't even begin to understand how it all works so perfectly together. But with the way we are polluting our air, land, and water, I'm not sure we are being the best stewards. And if we don't care about being good stewards over God's creation, who knows what may be taken away from us and how it will affect the symbiosis that God has created that keeps everything working in perfect harmony together. I'm not saying we become fanatically obsessed with being green, but we should do our part when we can. With islands of plastic trash forming in our oceans, I think we can all agree that we can be better stewards of our home. I have one more verse I want to read before I close. 
And that's 1 Peter 4, verse 10. And it says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them to serve one another. So I want to finish this discussion up with one of the most important aspects regarding stewardship that both of these verses have. And it's speaking to the believers in Jesus Christ. First of all, as believers, we have all been given spiritual gifts, and we should use them to serve one another, as we just read in 1 Peter. Finally, and most importantly, Jesus is also talking about sharing the gospel. As believers, God has given us the message of Jesus Christ to share and be good stewards over. He didn't give it to us to go and bury and wait for his return. He gave it to us to be good stewards over so the family of God can grow. Use the talents and blessing God has given you to bring others to the saving grace and knowledge offered only through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Because I think we can all agree that we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism. And until next time, I pray we can all be good stewards over all that we are blessed to have.